0: what's up guys welcome to another episode of the journey podcast this is episode five and today the title of this message is what about them we're going to be talking about discipleship purpose and reaching the world when you're on fire for god and you just don't know what to do don't know how to do it or maybe you will have some friends you're concerned about and you're trying to figure out how to reach them how what's the best way for you to do that if you hear my niece in the background, just say hey, she she in there, she over there having a good time, I'm babysitting her right now, uh, she may be getting a little hungry, let me hurry up, <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. So I grew up very sheltered, if you haven't seen my testimony, I grew up very sheltered and my childhood innocence was very protected, let's just say that. I was raised in a family of believers and I grew up getting to know God and I am extremely grateful for that but sometimes I have the tendency to look at the world in a very naive way, (laughs) in very unrealistic ways. And there was a bit of a wake up call, you know, my first year of college, but there is some things that I can still be naive about. But sometimes I look at the world and I see these people and it breaks my heart sometimes. I, I look at the world and I ask myself, what about them? With the state of the world that we're in, I get concerned. And shouldn't we be concerned as believers? Like, yes, we know that the world is doing what it's supposed to do. It's operating the way it's supposed to do. It's a worldly place. It's evil. It's wicked. But there are some believers out there. There are some people. There are God's people out there who are lost. And we should be concerned. We have a purpose. We're disciples. We're believers. We should be going out and making disciples of all nations. How do we reach them? Like, what about the people who didn't grow up in church? What about the people who com- who live completely different lives and were raised completely differently, who don't know who God is? What about them? And I know we can't save the world, but I know that Jesus already did. He saved the world when he went up on that cross and died for our sins. Everyone has access to that Savior, Jesus Christ, no matter who you are, but how do we reach those who our hearts literally break for as believers we are disciples like i said meaning we are called to be creating more disciples that's what a disciple does there's power even if we don't think it there's power in sharing our testimony being open about our faith and spreading the gospel and it doesn't have to be weird it doesn't have to be awkward and you don't have to be a preacher you just have to be yourself you don't have to be a minister you just have to be yourself you just have to be a good friend You just have to be a good neighbor. You don't have to have a platform. You don't have to have a YouTube channel. And you don't have to have a podcast. And you don't have to have an Instagram. You don't have to have any of that. There's a reason why one of the greatest commandments is love your neighbor as you love yourself. (laughs) When you do that, when you show God's love to others, they will see that in you. And they will be curious about it. Just having that love. Being kind That is important. You don't need any special tools to reach people around you. God will use you and he will use your talents and use your personality to reach the people that he needs you to reach. So, for example, for me, I feel like God has led me to do this podcast and this channel because I've always been an extremely active social media user. And so God was like, if you're going to spend all this time on the internet, you might as well be using it to glorify me. (laughs) So... What are we devoting our time to that could be an easy opportunity to spread God's word, to spread God's light in this dark world? Contrary to how I am on social media and using it to speak, I'm very quiet in person. I'm involved in church, but I'm one of those people that kind of sits in the back, you know, it's a little quiet, goes in, goes out. But I am working on this because I always complain about not having enough of a Christian community, so I should probably step out my shell a little bit and be a little bit more sociable in order for that to happen you know faith without works is dead but i find it hard to form solid relationships in community anywhere even in church but maybe you're the opposite maybe god can use you in your church in your school in your neighborhood in ways that you have never imagined in your community but that is not the end of god's numerous ways of using us to reach the world people are going to see god's light in you regardless of your circumstances or your popularity or anything that is the power of the holy spirit working in you because when they see the fruit of the spirit that galatians says that the holy spirit produces in our lives they see god they see light and those who are in darkness and seeking god are going to draw to it like moths to a flame it is very important for us as believers to constantly give god his credit whether that is in social media or in person it's beneficial for others to be open about our faith at all times and in all places to always be willing to talk about god to always be willing to speak on his behalf and doing it the right way and representing him and his kingdom in the right way because when people see that you are doing good they are going to ask how when people see that you are blessed they are going to ask why when people see that fruit the love the joy the peace the patience the kindness the goodness the faithfulness the gentleness and the self-control they are going to ask you where you got it from and that is your gateway to introducing them to god there's this instagram page i follow called at is you should definitely follow and it is the best blueprint i've seen on how to reach this generation and introduce them to god they emphasize that you don't have to force it and they show you how to be relatable they teach you how to plant that seed into people Because I know that when we first give our life to Christ, we can be really eager to tell people about him. But sometimes we can be too eager and we can do it. We can go about things in the wrong way, which is why patience is so vital in sharing the word of God. I want you to think about your life and how long it took you to come to God. It took how long it took you to break sin, how long it took you to truly live for God and think about God's grace and his patience with you. And watching you deny him and then come back to him. And then watching you reject him and then accept him over and over again. We need to have that same grace, that same love, that same patience, and that same forgiveness for others. Do not think that you're better than anybody because we all sin and we all fall short of God's goodness. But come with a more relatable approach. If people come to you with their problems, saying that they feel like they're too messed up, say... I messed up too, but I serve a God that knows how to clean up messes. (laughs) And if you are on fire for God and you want to be used, I can say with no doubt in my heart that he will use you. The word says in Matthew 9, 37, that the harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. So God is constantly looking for someone who is ready to harvest people for his kingdom. He searches for people who are ready to be used. Tell him that you are ready and that you are willing. You never know who is watching you, who is listening to you, and who is wanting to ask questions. You never know who is eager to get to know God and sees you as an opportunity for that to happen. I know that there's the stereotype that Christians or believers force their beliefs onto others, but that is not true. Because if everyone else can share their beliefs, their political beliefs, their religious beliefs, their spiritual beliefs on their platform, so can you. And I know that it can be scary to be vulnerable about your faith with others because you don't know how they will feel about it. I deal with this every day, but it doesn't have to be as hard as we think. One of my favorite gospel songs, no, it is my favorite gospel song, (laughs) is the song of intercession by William McDowell. The entire song is about God using us to reach this lost and dying world. And I'm not going to sing it, but my favorite part um of the song is when they're singing i may be the only jesus i may be the only joy i might be the only peace i might be the only courage the only strength the only love the only healing the only mouthpiece that this generation will ever see i want to be used i want to be used great song please listen The song is beautiful and it's so encouraging. But if your heart breaks for this world, if it breaks your heart to hear your friends say that they are depressed and anxious, if it breaks your heart to live in a generation that doesn't know what God's love is but only knows what toxic love is, if it breaks your heart to see violence and evil and wickedness in the world every day, then you have the power within you, that being the Holy Spirit working in you, to change that in some way, shape, or form. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in you and you can activate that power and use it don't let it go to waste in the bible we see a lot of people who were being used by god while simultaneously doubting their capabilities first corinthians 2 3 says that paul came to the people in weakness timidity and trembling but there's a popular phrase that god does not call those who are equipped but he equips those who are called and that should be our reminder that we are capable through God, that we are capable, through God, to do whatever he calls us to do. In Acts 18, 9-11, Jesus encourages Paul, who was nervous in sharing the gospel. It says, One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid. Speak out, don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you. For many people in this city belong to me. So Paul stayed there for the next year and a half teaching the word of God. So." let's take baby steps if you're one of those people who are more private about their faith i challenge you to share your light with the world i challenge you to be unashamed and if you are a little shy i challenge you to post that message you feel like someone needs to hear anyways to be a little bit more bold and let the confidence come from god you may not be confident in yourself be confident in the power of god Sometimes we're not doubting the power of God, but what is holding us back is doubting ourselves. We doubt our public speaking skills, our praying skills, or whatever. But you do not have to be perfect. And if you are waiting for that day where you're the perfect public speaker, the perfect singer, the perfect prayer, it's never going to come. You'll never be perfect. But that does not mean that there is not power in speaking up and letting God use you. It's not a verse, but one of my favorite quotes that helps me build up confidence is, Speak even when your voice shakes. Y'all don't usually hear all the likes and the ums and the oh my gosh this is so bad that I say as I'm recording these videos because I cut it out but I say them all the time and it takes me a long time to edit these videos but I'm gonna keep making them and I pray that one day God will take me to the day where I don't have to edit as much because I didn't mess up or doubt myself throughout the process but if you're in a place where you're not ready don't rush One thing I always forget is patience. God is patient with us, and we need to be patient with ourselves. Not just patient you know, when you're walking in the grocery store and there's an older person in front of you walking a little slow, but patience with yourself and patience with waiting on God for his promises. If you're thinking, wow, I really wanna do more for the kingdom of God, but I can barely hold myself together now with God, just this relationship with God that I'm building, me too. You are not alone. Be patient with yourself and do not expect perfection as soon as you start doing something. Don't wait for your relationship with God to become perfect because will it ever be perfect? And how will it even get better if you don't practice it? If you don't start somewhere? God's power is made strong when we are weak. In our weakness, he can shine through. Ah, uh, I think I heard in this Just Different podcast, what did they say? They said... I don't know if y'all heard about the Just Different podcast, but it's a very good podcast. They just posted an episode, and in their episode they said, the strongest thing you can do is be weak before God. And I've learned that some of the best videos I've made that I felt more confident in are from moments when I was literally like bawling my eyes out before recording or before writing them. When I was writing this, I was in the car complaining. Are crying, not complaining. Crying and complaining. But when I'm weak, God shows how powerful he is by still using me in ways I don't understand. And he just shows. Like, I feel like sometimes he just breaks me down to show, to humble me. Like, girl, you ain't doing this by, with all your own might. You are doing this by your strength. It's me. It's him. It's him. It's him working through us. So you don't have to be strong. You can be weak and God will be strong through you. He will use you to display his strength. But also be patient because when God tells you to do something, he doesn't always mean right now. He may play something on your heart, but it seems a little like the timing is off. Before starting this channel, I had the desire in my spirit to start talking about God more. And I was afraid of being vulnerable, but I didn't know how I was going to do it or what platform I was going to use and how I was going to go about it. So I just let it sit in my spirit for a few days. I prayed about it before rushing to do something. And then next thing you know, a few weeks or maybe even a few days later, I don't remember, my roommate busts in my room and is filled with the excitement of me starting a YouTube channel. And that is when I knew that was how I was going to do this. And I have to emphasize that God is never in a hurry. You can't rush something good. He wants you to take time and be intentional and genuine about everything that you do. Be patient with yourself. I hope this encourages someone to start going crazy for Christ and be a little bit more bold and unashamed about their faith. And don't hide the light that is in you. Show it to everybody. So, dear God, we come before you today praying for those who have a fire in them and want to share that with the world. And I pray that you, if they don't have a fire, Lord, set a fire in our hearts, Lord. Set a fire in our hearts to let your glory show through us, Lord use us the harvest is plenty but the workers are few use us search for us and find us lord as we draw near to you you will draw near to us lord and use us to reach this world give us the confidence that we need and let us put our confidence and our strength in you when we feel weak lord show us how strong you are by showing how capable we can be if we just be obedient and trust you And, Lord, I just pray for everyone listening to this podcast that you would lift their spirits, encourage them, and just be with them, God. In Yeshua's name and Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you don't know, Yeshua is Jesus' name in Hebrew. But, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please spin back. Please come back. Come see me or listen to me again and look at the previous episodes because they're great too and i hope you have a blessed sunday